And so thank you for joining us to this um, episode, The Only Guarantee. The Only Guarantee. So if you're wondering in life what the only guarantee is, you're about to find out. You are. Which is? Death. That's the only thing you're guaranteed. Literally. And in the past, we've talked about, um, you know, our favorite things to talk about are the only things guaranteed to us, which are sex and death, but... Not taxes. Not taxes. No. Sorry, H R Block. Sorry, H R Block. We're we not. don't love to talk about it, but like you know, it happens. It happens. <laughs> um, but actually, the only thing guaranteed to us is dying and being born. Yes, literally, literally. Key aspects in life, I would say. <laughs> yeah, and so it's kind of incredible, and so I feel like we. This is going to be a really great episode. Just I'm, I'm excited. The about only it. guarantee. Yeah. Little disclaimer: It's not the sad and down heavy thing that you would think of when you talk about death. We like to to speak about death in a very positive, welcoming type of attitude. Yeah, and I think that, you know, we're a really death-fearing society, and really in North America, we're one of the only truly death-fearing societies. Oh, absolutely. And I know some places in Europe are too, and, and there's people all around the world that are in general. However, we really are so far from culture and from just everything like we're just so scared of it and we run away from it when it's the only guarantee literally the only guarantee so em yes i have a question do you so from like six feet under yes to like ashes dusted in the wind what are you doing when you die that is a fantastic question so ideally and i mean and my 28 year old self right now this is what i picture for my end of life plan but, and I'm hoping that I die in some way that is, like, either fucking awesome <laughs> or, like, great. just, like, fucking great. Go out with, with a bang. With a full bang. With a full bang. Right? Yeah. Yep. Like. Love that for you. Or in my sleep and just be, like, very, like, docile. I feel and like, like that's what we all hope for. I, I think so. I would hope. Would. Yeah, <laughs> nobody wants to have, like, a painful death unless there was, like, a really great story. Right. But, <laughs> and then it would be worth it. And then it was, like, meh. And then you're in your afterlife or whatever you believe and you, you got a good story. Yeah, it's so, true. Yeah, so in my 28-year-old kind of idea, um, especially growing up like super, super Catholic, like I do not want to do the whole funeral, like come look at my dead body, like type thing. My idea is to be cremated have my ashes either spread somewhere that was like and i don't know that's at least in canada in certain parts of canada is super illegal but oh is it not well actually it's it's a bit of a myth that it's really? illegal to spread ashes oh, well, so yes already. and so um spreading ashes on um crown land is actually okay huh. it's actually private property so if you were to spread ashes let's say at your mom's house which is technically her private property mm-hmm. you can do that until you move until she moves so if in 10 years from now she moves mm-hmm. and um to sell the property she would actually have to claim that there are human remains on the property oh that's yeah. so interesting yeah so crown land so you know lakes all of that it's a huge myth i love that yeah it's okay. crazy Good so there you go 
So, so tell then, me now your plan. Okay, so then Revise. now my plan, now that I feel better about <laughs> spreading my dead body somewhere, um, I would love to be cremated because I don't really want to take up like space in a graveyard and I don't want people to come to a certain spot and just be sad. I'd rather be a memory than be a destination, really. Um, and... I wish you quote that. I we should. I should go that's on a, a little, t-shirt. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> I feel like that should go on your little card, you know, yeah. that they hand out after you die. I love that. Oh my God, that's a sticker. We're that's making a sticker. sticker. We'll make a sticker. <laughs> oh, I love man. my brain sometimes. Anyway, so ideally, I would be spread in one of um, my favorite places, hopefully, um, and my ideal is that I would have all my friends and family ca- like gather in like a common place that's not a funeral home and just like listen to some of my favorite music, talk and reminisce, have some drinks, maybe have a bonfire and just like have this really nice commemorative time to like talk all about your experiences with me and Hopefully I'll be like haunting the place and just like hair flipping and being like, oh, the compliments oh my God, I can't. compliments. Everybody loves me. <laughs> just so wonderful. I'm so popular. I'm so popular. Look at all these people around here crying about me. <laughs> so, which I think is actually like, I mean, I, I fantasize about that, like attending your own funeral, seeing like, I people, do too. Like, I'm like, like, man, I want to know what people really yeah, think. Yeah, I want to know what the speeches are going to be, if there's speeches. I mean, I kind of had to like, fight with some people not fight with some people but be like can somebody please do a speech at my wedding so I feel special and then my friends stepped the fuck up and did wonderful speeches and I'm very proud they of you did. both anywho so um yeah so basically just to like have some time but also to be there to support like the people who were like the closest to me that I think would probably need some support hopefully you love me that much um <laughs> hopefully hopefully and then I'm like nah she's good like <laughs> She's just fine. We're like, we're over we're it. We're over it. Her time is shit. <laughs> we want her shit. That's it. Where's her dog? <laughs> oh, God. And then, yeah. So, and then just to, like, listen to, like, some good tunes. And just have, like, honestly, to quite honestly have a good time. I love that. Because I wouldn't want people to be sitting there and just, like, <gasps> like a little bit of crying. A little bit of crying We don't want sobbing. It, but not, like, full-on sobbing. You can save that for later. For your own time. For your own time. Yeah. Yeah. So that that would be, I think, my ideal thing. Maybe, oh no, that was really morbid. I was going to say, if you're having a bonfire, just like. But no. <laughs> no, we're not going to go there. We're not going to. Too far. Spitfire Emily. Maybe not. I don't, not. I don't know. Like some places in the world do that. I mean, that's probably some. I There's like know. places in, even in the that U.S. stink. It's so what they do is they put herbs inside uh, on top of the body so that it's really you're smelling like sage and cedar and lavender and like oh. all these really nice herbs on top of the body. Oh, yeah, it's just like releasing an essential oil while you're like <laughs> so just like burning some sage. Oh, Jesus, we're just like saging the hell out of the world. Oh, you really are just being burned. Yeah. Welcome to the inner dialogue of M and D. It's a little dark in here. <laughs> it's a little dark. <laughs> oh, so then, D, my lovely friend, 
Um, from six feet under to having your ashes blown in the wind, what is your death plan? What is your oh, ideal end of life? I've had time to think about this. So just kind of some disclosure that I work in the healthcare industry. And so this is something that, you know, I get to talk about more mm-hmm. often, I think, than some folks, um, which is really awesome. And so I've had a lot of time to think about it. I've done a, my own kind of research. And really, I'm all about that green burial life. Yeah. And so green burial, I mean, I'm not an expert by any means. And, and maybe one day we could have a guest speaker who is an expert. And that would be so that. awesome. Make um, a note. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> um, but green burial really is... Um, this idea that cremation causes a lot of pollution for the environment, mm, um, burial causes a lot of a pollution for the environment. Mm-hmm. You think these big fancy caskets we saw our grandpapas and our grandmas and great aunts and uncles in, mm-hmm. and they're like so beautiful. And we just put it right in the ground with all we the do. varnish, you know, bodies that have been embalmed. And your body is also very toxic. Your like, body is toxic, uh, especially when it's been it embalmed, falls. right? Yes, 100%. So um, the idea around green burial is that, you know, you kind of, the way you would come into the world, which is kind of naked and in fetal position, is how you go out. I love that. Um, so it's this... Um, decomposable biodegradable box basically you're put in completely naked so you're not going in with clothing and belongings and things that are toxic to the environment and you're put in the ground just like that so there's no embalming nothing's been done to your body um there's no headstone anything like that you can plant a tree or plant some flowers and then you kind of become that and it actually shockingly your body decomposes pretty quickly Good to know. Yeah. So um, these are special graveyards, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're they're not just like your typical cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, these are special ones. There is a few in Ontario, which oh, really? we could probably link to this. Um, so you can check them out. Um, so yeah, they're they're really cool. And it's, it's kind of, uh, it's really like an inexpensive burial as well. Okay. So that's the other thing. So like doing a full um, burial with a, casket and it's so expensive so really doing the green burial so inexpensive um i think you know i've looked into it before it's like two thousand dollars like in and around that range canadian dollars but i mean Um, if you think about a casket like caskets are insane they're insane so it's crazy like it's basically you're getting a deal basically it's the same price it is yeah for sure so i mean that's that's kind of my plan yeah i think that um in terms, that's kind of the burial plan, and in terms of a kind of a celebration, I love your idea of just like the bonfire yeah. and just the, the drinks and the food. I'm such a foodie. I would love if the people around me um, were having my favorite foods, like your favorite snacks. Yeah, my favorite yeah. snacks, and just you know drinking my favorite wine and yeah. listening to my favorite songs. And I think that would be such a good way to remember me, and I would totally be haunting the shit out of them. Yes, yeah. I like, mean, be there. Being I want to hear like, what they say. Yeah. And like the stories that people tell about yeah. you. Right? And, and you know, I often sit back and I wonder, like, if I die tomorrow, what stories would people tell about me? Mm, that's a good question. Like, that's a fantastic that's a thing fanta- to think about. Okay. Okay. So then in that, that mindset, I think if I were at, and I mean, I'm hoping that this is way far in the future and you were like. 104 and like had a great life <laughs> decrepit and and just, just like not you doing know what well. <laughs> no but you'd be that like freaky old grandma that like has like a story to tell but then one day well, i guess i'm gonna tell you honey buns just cropped it and then it's your time to go right <laughs> time to go okay so what would i tell as my favorite d story 
from my time with you. Because, I mean, I've only, we've only been friends. Well, not only. It feels like forever. But we have been friends Soul for sisters. Soul sisters for two years now. So, oh, that's a good question. Uh, what I think I would tell to commemorate your life would be... The time, so uh, like we said, I think in our first episode, we met by working in a very small jewelry store. So there was one night that we used to work late. Like we would work, I think, until like seven or eight o'clock and it had to be like six o'clock. And if you know me very well, when I have to go for a number two, it takes me a long time. So I decided it was no interruptions, no interruptions because I get poop shy. Okay. (laughs) It's a thing. So I had decided, okay, like there's no customers in the store. I'm going to go to the bathroom. So Dee is out. She's working on bracelets. She's doing her thing, like rocking, like doing that jewelry life. And this guy comes in and he is the sketchiest person I think we collectively have ever really talked about. Like he just was clearly on something very erratic going around the store, like just like ready to steal ready like, to yeah. steal like we like i well i mean i wasn't because i was in the bathroom not realizing that this isn't <laughs> a fucking thing so he's in the store talking to d about all of these like crazy things that are going on in his life and whatever and was really like sucking a lot of your energy to the point where you had texted the store owner being like um there's some shit going on here. Yeah. Worried. And, well, actually, I'll let you kind of take that one away because it's a good story, but then I will round it up of how. Well, it was just like, it was crazy. It like, was. he he was very erratic and just clearly having not a great day. Poor guy. And uh, the police were involved. Mm-hmm. They ended up coming to show me headshot or what is it called? Like, oh, wait, um, wait, wait. Okay. So then what happened was basically took up a huge chunk of Dee's time and then just miraculously leaves the store just left on his own will and left on his own will and that was the time that i chose to just saunter out of the bathroom 20 minutes later (laughs) from having the poop of my life um in this teeny tiny little bathroom in a jewelry store um and so i come out and d's like all disheveled like stressed the fuck out and i was like what the hell just happened and she told me the story about how, like, this guy had come and sat. And, like, we had, like, this nice little seating section in the jewelry store with some comfy chairs. And he had sat there and was, like, telling her about all of these things. And, like, she was scared that, A, he was either going to stab her, steal something, or just, like, lose his goddamn mind. And then he just decided one day to get up or, like, I guess one minute to just get up and leave the store. No questions asked, right? So then afterwards, like, our store owners got all erratic and worried because D had been texting her being, like, hey... Like, this shit's going down. Like, oh my god. And I literally came out like, what? <laughs> what happened? What? what even happened? I was having a poop. And so then the police ended up getting involved and had come in and said, like, he was on the run and he had dropped this, like, knife outside the store not too far away from where we were. But you had handled that whole situation like a goddamn champ. Like, you literally talked this guy down to the point where he had left the store. You let me have my poop <laughs> without being like, can you, like, can you here? stop? And, like, like oh, you no. very easily could have texted me and been like, SOS, stop pooping, get out here. But, like, <laughs> but you didn't. You Drop the last deuce. Leave the bathroom. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Yeah, and like literally you just handled the whole situation like a pro. Like you didn't get like obviously you were stressed, but you didn't get scared. You didn't get like like worked like up. really worked up. You kind of saw the situation for what it was, acted accordingly, and then you had this person leave. And I think that's a great testament to your resilience and to your like calm face in like your calm I'm sorry your calm composition and your calm energy and whatnot in the face of a storm. And I think that you are oh. one of the strongest people I know. Oh, that's really nice. I try. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, that was a funny time. That and was... actually kind of like what happened today. <laughs> like with my neighbor. Oh. So Em's in the bathroom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> in my bathroom. I only really poop once a day, okay? Like it and we're making it minute. sound like it's a lot of poops a day. It's but it not. really is only one. I really only, I save it, okay? You save it. Well, you, you save it for my house. <laughs> Because you have such a nice girl bathroom. Okay? It's true. I do have a really nice girl bathroom. And I have a squatty potty. You do have a squatty potty. Shout out to squatty, squatty potty. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> squatty potty, we love you. We love you. You have um, make uh, taking a poop so much easier. You do. And it's just, it feels more natural. It I does. don't know. It's, it's, Anywho, anyways. Loving that squatty so, potty. Loving the squatty potty. So, you know, Em has good poops at my house. I do. And as she's like mid-poo, my neighbor <laughs> knocks on the door and is like, hello, whose car is in my car? And I'm like, oh, oh, um, <clears throat> my friend's just in the bathroom. I'm not sure how long she's going to be, knowing damn well that her poos don't take two minutes. <laughs> no. And I'm minutes. like, I'm sorry. And then he's just standing there looking at me and I'm like, um. So we're just trying to make small talk. <laughs> Literally. And then I leave the bathroom because I got poop shy because I could hear him. I'm like, oh God. Okay. Who is this person hitting on D while I'm poop? Yes. Well, you know, anyways, he just needed us to move our car. That's all. Or That's, your car. Yeah. Our car. And then <laughs> car. Yeah. We're just a family. Now. <laughs> That's like earlier today. I was like, oh, we'll just go home and like just start <laughs> recording and it'll be fine. And then you're like, oh, home. Oh, oh, our home. How oh, sweet. We are. Yes. So that just reminded me of your, uh, but I'm glad you would tell that story at my funeral. And I feel like we're at my celebration of life. I feel like my family would appreciate that story. I think so. They would. And so that's really nice. Because I think they know you're a badass, right? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I think they know. Your mom knows. Oh, for sure. My mom knows I'm a badass. But she doesn't know about this podcast. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Sorry, mom. <laughs> if and when you find out. If and I'm when fine. you. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, then just like another little shout out to my mother. Um, <laughs> uh, you're going to learn a lot there. You're going to learn a lot. You might regret it. Mama, sorry about it. Yeah. Um, so, like, if, if, like, you were to die, and again, hoping that you're 103 and a half and decrepit and just not even really sure what's going on and want to die. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that it's my then time. it's your time. You know, there does come a time when it is just more than your time. Mm-hmm. You're ready. I think I would tell my most favorite story of a, a time when we went to the craft show in Toronto. Oh the one-of-a-kind craft show. It's uh, our favorite because, I mean, what's not to love? There's it's like, amazing. It's amazing. If you haven't been one-of-a-kind, they have a spring and a winter show. The winter it's show amazing. is massive, but both shows are fantastic. They're fantastic. We love it because we're little crafty we folk are. and we love it. We get to see all these really cool vendors 
Like and Naughty Florals, who is doing our logo. Yes, Naughty Florals. You were. Love you. We love you. We love you so much. It's insane, actually. We're kind of borderline obsessed. But anywho. Yes, and just so many good vendors. No. And remember the last show? We had uh, Two Sisters Natural. Oh, we did. We won our tickets. It was pretty great. Oh, I forgot um, about yeah, that. Yeah, it was really sweet. Um, but anyway, so we were at the uh, our very first one-of-a-kind show that we went oh, to. Oh, God, yes, it was. It was the Christmas show. It was a Christmas show, and it was um, M's uh, favorite tea company, which oh, no. she had told me lovingly that uh, it was her favorite tea company. And I, I was kind of like, okay, it's tea. But I guess these people are kind of famous, like low-key yeah, famous. Like they have a YouTube channel. Anyone can be on YouTube. I know. It's going to sound like being on YouTube is like being uh, on well, CNN. <laughs> okay. But though... In this day and age, if you're YouTube famous, you're like famous. No, famous, that's true. Right? That's fair. People don't yes. like fawn as much I find over like celebrities and they do it like people on YouTube or on TikTok. No, it's like, true. For sure. And so these people are YouTube famous. They have a great chai tea. Oh, and so Em was so excited to see them in real life. And she, they have this really beautiful chai tea. And uh, they have this really great little dusting you can put on top. It's like a cinnamon dusting with mm-hmm. sugar or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, it's wonderful. It's delicious. It's really good. And um, so M is like kind of like fangirling over this tea oh, company. Oh, not kind of. It was hard. Like hardcore <laughs> fangirling like over I was this sweating. tea company. And she goes up to them and she's asking for the cinnamon I suppose and in her stuttering and awkwardness says I'm just gonna buy some of the semen and then stops and is like let me make cinnamon it was probably my most favorite moment of my life because I was like it's you're so overstimulated at these shows because there is so much going there on really that I was like looking everywhere and I'm like up and down and you know I'm so distracted and I just hear her singing <laughs> and not quietly either. Oh it no, was like she announced yelled. to the entire aisle that she was looking for semen. For semen, yep. I was on the hunt. Yeah, she was <laughs> for semen. And then she's like, I mean. And it was like the people, her little that she was fangirling over, were kind of just like, um, okay. Like, they didn't even really, like, react. Yeah. And you were just like, uh, the color of a deep, deep Dijon ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) And you were just like, oh my god, oh my god. (laughs) And I was like, oh my, what just happened? (laughs) I think Em's lost it. Yep. And then, of course, she goes to buy her cinnamon. (laughs) Not semen. Not semen. And uh, they don't take cash. They don't. I had my debit card with me. So then she teeters off (laughs) like a toddler just trying to walk, running down the aisle, bumping into people. Excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. And I'm like, what just happened? And then the the person says, I think that she's going to get cash. (laughs) So she putters off to the ATM to go get her cash. And I just think that I would tell this story because A, it's hilarious. And it's like the epitome of me, to be completely honest. And B, honest. it's the epitome of M. Like, you are just the most wonderfully awkward human, but like in the best way. Like, there's this little cute thing that she does with her shoulders when she gets really awkward, where it's like, it's like a nervous tick. It's like a little shimmy. It's like a little shimmy with her shoulders. Like, oh, oh I'm just feeling really awkward. I'm going to shimmy away. And she like shimmies out of situations. <laughs> oh, 
child. And she just kind of like, it, it's adorable. And I think the third, like B, C, C, <laughs> so A and B. So C, letter C of this situation, why I think I would tell that story. Other than the fact that it's just the epitome of you and your cute little awkwardness. It just, like, you just, when you love something, you just love something. And it's like you put all, and it doesn't matter what it is, if it's this podcast, if it's jewelry, if it's, like, something you're passionate about, you just put it all in. And it's so cute, and you were just so loving this chai tea, and now you have a sticker on your car. I do! And we, like, it's just awesome. And, like, you could have sold anybody chai tea in that moment. You could have sold somebody who hated chai tea, chai tea. And the side of semen. (laughs) side of semen. Because, like, why not? And I just think you're just so authentically you. That is so you. awesome. Yeah. I love you. We're just going to fall on over each other for a bit. It's just, it's great. You're just my person. Oh, that's really nice. Buddy. Yeah, buddy. So All right. Nice. Anyways. Anyway. So that would be love. Like, I mean, I wish that I knew what everyone would say about me at my funeral. I really do. That's why or I'm, I'm going to haunt the shit out of my own little celebration of life funeral thing. It'd be so nice. It would be so nice. <laughs> and then you would just really know what people think. Mm-hmm. Imagine like, what people oh, Or even like the stories that you don't remember, but these people remember. And oh, I'm sure there's on like... Their life, and then you'd be like, whoa. And you, it would kind of just remind you, like instantly remind you of a, a time in your life where you're like... You wouldn't remember until that person said something, really. Those are the best stories when you're, like, at a party or something, and someone's like, oh, my gosh, I remember when you did this hilarious thing or this really awesome thing or this really embarrassing thing, and you're like, I didn't remember that until, until right just now. now. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. <laughs> so I think it's really cool that we can, like, sit here and talk about this. Mm-hmm. And something that Em and I have been um, – working on for a while now that's true um it was something that i had um mentioned um it kind of started i guess with if you were to have one song that you exited this world to yeah what would it be so my song that i would have is a song that's actually really like influential and very important to me from actually like a couple different periods of my life it's um, Blood, which sounds like crazy, Blood Bank by Bon Iver. Um, it is a song that my husband and I used to play all the time, that whole album actually, um, when we first got together back in like 2010, also dating myself, but that's why. Um, so it's just this like hauntingly beautiful song. And I think one really big reason in why I would play it as well is at our wedding, my god brother or I guess my godparents' son, who I've known, obviously known my entire life, came up to my husband and I and was like, if there was one song that could like epitomize your love story with each other, like that just reminds you of each other every time you listen to it, like is this like kind of do all be all song, which song would you choose? So then my husband goes up to our little we didn't even really have a dj booth it was like a speaker that my phone was hooked up to because it was cheap and we're young so um so he goes he changes the song and he puts the song on and then we were the only people dancing on the dance floor at that time and we got to dance to blood bank by bon iver and i had Devin singing it to me the entire time and i cried like a little girl because i was also four or five wines in but just like loving my husband that's so Got sweet. To just like have a, like a, a good dance with him and be like, this is was without everybody staring at you because like your first dance, everybody's watching you. 
it's not as romantic. It's not I as feel romantic. like it was probably nicer to dance to that. Yeah, we got lost in the moment. So that oh. to me is is it's beautiful. Thank you. I love so that. To me, that would be the one song that I think would epitomize me, my highlights of my life, and also is very much like my vibe, like that very kind of relaxed, chill type of song yeah i love that vibe for you thank you that's so so nice d if you had one song to go out to that you were exiting a building or exiting your life what song would you choose well like i again like i work in this field so i've had time to think about it and you know i've listened to people's like highway to hell and like their funny kind of songs that they've exited to and mine would would truly be um the song spirit in the sky which is a real oldie by Norman Greenbaum, <laughs> probably butchering, and uh, George Fenton, Love again, it. probably butchering. However, um, it's an oldie, and I used to, one of my first jobs when I was a teenager was actually bartending, and I worked the floor at this karaoke bar, and our Love karaoke it. meister, um, she every night ended on this song and this was I always knew was like oh shit yeah it's like two o'clock we're cleaning up it's time to go home and And for some reason I would just always kind of sit and listen to this song close my eyes and I love the way she sang it and I love the way it sounded and if you listen to the words it's just I'm gonna go up and be a spirit in the sky and it's gonna be all right and I love that and it's just you know my little spiritual side comes out and I think it's just a great song and so I picture myself um you know my family being around me or my friends and just that's how I exit yeah I'm just a spirit in the sky and it's gonna be okay and it's an oldie and I love oldies and I'm Mm -hmm. an old soul and so I think it's a really perfect fit Mm -hmm. it's a good vibe for you yeah, I think it fits very because it's very it's it's upbeat, but at the same time, it has like a really good message behind it, yeah. and it just kind of reminds you of the important things. Yeah, right? so. for sure. And I I think it kind of that conversation that we had had trickled into M and I creating our own funeral playlist. We did. We literally were like, "This is an idea. We're going Spotify." For it. So yeah, created our own funeral playlist. We kind of want to share that with um, people that are listening. So some of our favorite funeral playlist songs. Yeah. So. So we have created our own account on Spotify on La Petite Mort Pod um, that you can find our, well, I guess if we're doing it through, like, I mean, I've, granted right now we are not up on Spotify yet, but we are working on it. So I'm assuming that we can probably make our own pl- playlist with our funeral playlists yeah and on it and we're gonna share that with everyone yeah so if you look us up on spotify you'll be able to find all of the songs that we collectively would have put on our or will be putting on our funeral playlist and you can kind of imagine the day when it does come that these would be the songs that people are bopping around to well, and i think it's so cool like what a legacy to leave behind that you can like give people a playlist when they're really missing you or they want to connect with you mm-hmm. and they can just listen to these songs and feel really connected. Like they can just feel like you're you're with them, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool. I love that. So I'm going to share a couple of the songs I have on mine yes, and then let's do it. share a couple of hers. So um, I'm Love It and Em was just saying like this is such a me song. It is. Um, Send Me On My Way by Rusted Root. Um, so just kind of that like, you know, it's almost, I, I think the, the thing about my quote unquote funeral playlist is really just the irony in some of the song mm-hmm. titles too, right? Like just send me on my way. Um, I love Peaceful Easy Feeling by the Eagles, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked, Cage the Elephant. One. 
Um, the Sound of Sunshine by Michael Franti. Um, Remedy by the Zac Brown Band. Um, when Stars Go Blue by Ryan Adams. Um, Daydreamer Adele, super sweet one. song. Knocking on Heaven's Door, Bob I Dylan. I love that. <laughs> um, I Will Follow You Into the Dark, Death Cab by Cutie. Oh, one of my faves. Yeah, and so just kind of some funny, some like bop along songs, kind of some irony, yeah. ironic songs that are just like yeah, fun, fun songs, and exciting. Yeah, what about yours? So for me, I tried to pick some songs that I like felt epitomized like who I am as a person. Yeah. But then also some songs that you can just freaking cry to and yeah. are sad. Sometimes you need to just and have so, a good cry. Uh, yeah. And then maybe it's like jaded and like, uh, or not jaded, maybe it's self-centered of me to be like, I hope at least some people cry at my funeral. No, I feel like that's valid. And when you come to haunt us, don't I worry, I'll well, be crying. I would like to see a tear too. <laughs> like see a little tear. Um, <laughs> yeah. So some of the songs that I chose that I felt really epitomized, um, like me and like certain parts of my life. Um, so one of which is Young Blood by uh, The Naked and Famous. I feel like that's very much like a me song. If I were a vibe, I would hopefully be that vibe. <laughs> um, another sad one um, that I actually really like, and maybe it's a little cliche, is The Night We Met by Lord Huron. I just love that song, and I think it's, it's a great song. It's one that allows you to kind of think back to the night that you met the person that, that passed. Um, I love Bittersweet Symphony by The Verb. Um, that has was like an epit like the epitome of the '90s. Being, I mean, I was very young in the '90s, but like, love, love, love that song, and I think it, it has a very deserving spot. Um, and uh, what's another one? Just to wrap this all up, um, another good vibe song would be, I think would be Midnight City by M83 because I feel like that is one. That's the song for the longest time. That I would put on when I'm driving in the car late at night, blare it, and just like s sing my lungs out to it. I love like, that. So that's um, the best part about creating your own playlist yeah. for that is it's like it's not only songs that you want like peaceful, easy feeling. It's not a song that I always you know pump up in the car. Mm -hmm. But then there are the songs that are just like my favorite jams. Yeah, and you just like kill it to yeah. those songs. I love it. And it might be selfish, but I would hope that at that point when I die, that when <laughs> someone hears it after I've passed, that they think of me. Yeah, and I don't think that's selfish at all. I think that that's really beautiful. Well, thank you. It's really nice. Yeah. I love your playlist. Thank you. I love your playlist. Yeah, so I hope that you, uh, anyone who's listening, that you maybe think about making your own playlist. And I find it really cathartic. Yeah. It's great. It it's was super fun. It's a and good you one. start, and then it's like funny because you'll hear a song on the radio or you're like a song will come up, and you're like, that yeah. one needs to be on my playlist. Like, yeah. this is like my favorite jam. Oh, I love that. Or a song that just means something to you. Like, I think about songs I listened to with my grandma growing up. Like, mm -hmm. I want one of those on my playlist. Yes. And like, just those songs that are just good sing alongs and mm -hmm. make you feel really good. Absolutely. You want those on your playlist. So then you can find that on Spotify under La Petite Mart Pod and we'll have a funeral specifically called or a playlist <laughs> sorry a, a playlist called Our Funeral Picks yeah, I love it and we want you to share yours with us yes absolutely send in some suggestions or what the epitome of your song would be when you are on your way out of the building on or on your way out of life what would your one song be that would represent you yeah and like sometimes like depending on what you know happens like 
you actually can pick your song. Oh, like if for you're sure. leaving a hospice or a hospital, sometimes they'll play you a song. Absolutely. If you are choosing to die by maid, which is medical assistance in death, you can pick a song that you want to die to. Like, you know, sometimes you might have the opportunity. You might. Absolutely. Depending on how you go out, you might have the the opportunity. And I I just think it's something really cool to think about. I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Absolutely. So, well, thank you very much for listening to us go on about, well, not go on, because I think this was a really impactful, beautiful episode, about death. And this is our introduction to our first episode of how we would like to move forward and talk about death-related topics with lots of love, lots of compassion, and a funny story or two. Of course. The only guarantee. The only guarantee to us in this life, aside from birth and taxes, is death. Mostly just birth and death. Mostly, yeah. I mean, because people can like skirt around paying taxes, but that's how you go to jail. So, that's, and you know what? There's a whole other. We can do a whole other episode on that. Exactly. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Anywho, so join us in the next couple episodes. We're going to be talking about our favorite funeral stories and reading your funeral stories. So make sure you send in some wonderful, hilarious funeral stories i'm so excited to I'm listen so to excited. them and to see exactly or hear exactly what you guys have experienced because i think it's going to be awesome you can also submit those to our instagram or our facebook at la petite mort pod um, we will be doing a specific post just for that so we can collect all of your stories um, you can also find us on stitcher and soundcloud at la petite mort pod you will soon be able to find us on spotify and apple music at la petite mort pod if you want to ask us any questions or send in any like longer stories you can email us at la petite mort pod at gmail.com and thank you again for listening so much we have had so much fun talking to you about our death experiences and yeah. our our hopes and dreams for our own end of life death experiences death experiences love it thank you love so it. much can't wait for the next one can't wait for until the next time okay bye bye